name is Anna Marie Boyd, and you are listening to Moved by Grace Counseling Radio. Hello, good morning, good evening, good night, whenever it is that you're listening to this. My name is Anna Boyd, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, a registered drama therapist, a registered yoga teacher, and a PhD candidate in mind-body medicine with a specialization in integrative mental health. I'm also a lover of the human experience and of stories, and my podcast supplies nuggets of information regarding innovative and somatic approaches to mental health treatment. So in just 10 minutes each episode, we learn about topics such as creative therapy, neuroscience and play, the mind-body connection, and alternative approaches to psychotherapy. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into the topic of the day as we continue through this new season of emotion, self-esteem, identity, and I'm just so excited to have a, a few more listeners today. So thank you all for being here. And today, today we're going to be discussing one of the biggest philosophical questions within the human experience. Who am I? From human doing to human being. Now I want to start by sharing a notion from one of my professors one of my professors within the Saybrook University. Right now, I'm working through two courses, Neuroscience and Mindfulness, Meditation, and Health. Dr. John Patterson worked as a family practitioner and MD for, I think, 22 years and now works um, fully within the mind-body medicine community, and he offered this concept. So just sit with this for a moment. I have a body, but I am not my body. I have thoughts, feelings, and emotions. I have a mind, but I am not my mind. I have an observing witness right within meditation, but I am not an observing witness. So the next question comes, who are we? Now my answer, this is not recorded in literature, maybe it is, but this is my understanding. We are spiritual beings within human awareness. So how do we learn to adapt to the human experience, which is full of both suffering and pleasure? Another resource I want to offer and that was offered to me is a famous poem by Rumi entitled The Guest House. We're going to use The Guest House to help answer some of these questions to address this topic and I am so excited to have you here. So we're just going to take this poem stanza by stanza. The Guest House by Rumi. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. This is the first stanza in the poem. Life comes in waves. 
be that way than experience an uncomfortable emotion or a moment of joy. We can somewhat prepare ourselves for what our days bring, right? That's the safety of consistency. I know I'm going to get my coffee in the morning and that's going to taste so good. But the fact of the matter is that truly, we have no control over what may or may not happen. If we are able to tap into the precious nature of our human experience, we are able to observe, feel, and show compassion for whatever is to come. Of all of the odds in the world, you were born onto this earth in human form. That is precious. The next step is our response to the anticipated or unanticipated events or emotions. So I'm going to go to the second stanza of the poem now. I really love the stanza, so I hope you do as well. It says, Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing out for some new delight. So moving on to the second stanza. Welcome and entertain each moment of your day. I want to emphasize the line, treat each guest honorably. Now, is there me talking about people at your door? Maybe, but <laughs> she's really talking about each moment that you experience, each feeling. Discomfort or uncomfortable emotions are like signals. I share this a lot with my clients as a counselor. When you're driving in a car and that engine light comes on, I don't know about you guys, I'm really bad with mechanics, but usually <laughs> it's like, oh, that means something bad. I'm not sure what, but right, like our emotions are that signal. They're our engine light in our cars. They're communicating with us. So we feel pain in our bodies when they're being stressed or hurt. When we have a pulled muscle, it's like, whoa, don't use that right now. It's strained. We can feel pleasure in our hearts when we get a hug from a child, a smile from a stranger. Now, regardless of the positive or negative connotation or response to the event or feeling, treat that signal with honor. That is your spirit and heart speaking to you. We don't want to dismiss or distract. We want to get to know our guests. Knowing that temporary pain may be, as Rumi states, clearing us out for new delight. Pain is an opportunity, too. It's a lot of things. It's very layered. So moving on to the next stanza. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Guys, if we can orient ourselves from a posture of welcoming each experience, we have already begun to become martial artists of our own mind. Running from the pain creates no change. Rather than going around, what might it mean to go through? So this is a lot of motivational talk, right? But I want to use a personal example here. So this past Friday night, I had a long day at work. My husband had a long day at work. And we were both feeling, the, the word we came up with was activated. 
we kept like racking our brains to try to find something to do. And for those who don't know, right now we're living in Florida because of his medical fellowship. But being here, we don't have any close friends or family nearby. So we took a moment to sit on the couch and sit with the signal that we were feeling. And through, you know, collaboration and processing, we recognized the sting of loneliness. And there was a lifted pressure. We actually started giggling at the fact that we felt lonely, even though we were with each other. And we actually ended the evening with uh, <laughs> binging season one of Top Chef, which if you haven't seen it, it's, it's great. And we had a beautiful meal. And to be quite frank, it was an evening that I will cherish. And really, it could not have been made possible without acknowledging and honoring the guest at the door of our minds, the loneliness that we could not identify. So moving on to the last stanza here, it says, be grateful for whatever comes because, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Sit with that for a moment, a guide from beyond. We are spiritual beings living a human experience. Without stillness, without contemplation, we tend to drown out the connection to our spirit. Now there's a lot of research in neuroscience that displays that it's very interesting. Individuals who have a stronger spiritual connection, there's a cortex of their brain that is thicker. They are more resilient. And again, that's a whole nother episode. It's fascinating research. But with that said, I urge you, I beg you, for you and for the world and how you impact it to be in stillness. Stillness does not have to mean laying on your couch, looking at the ceiling, trying to meditate. Now, that is, that's a great way to practice. But listen to your spirit. What is it communicating with you and how can you honor that in the coming day? Personally, my counselor <laughs> recommended that I write down moments where I feel near or hear from God. And to be honest, it's only been in moments of stillness, moments of meditation, within my yoga practice, or mindful moments of walking my dog, where I have truly, personally, it's different for everyone, but where I have found this portal to my connection with God. So I pass the torch. I urge you to seek and write down your reflections. That way you have a story to reference and the path forward can become clear. Thank you so much for being here, for being a listener, for opening your minds. And I look forward to hearing from all of you and your individual experiences of welcoming each guest and honoring each guest. We'll continue this exploration into emotion, self-esteem, and identity next week. Until then, it has been a pleasure. <laughs>